come with me. We're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. My name is Matt. And my name is Kimbra. And we are back from our first cruise together. And uh, the cruise blues are, are not quite here for me yet, but they're they're on the horizon. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. That's our next cruise that we have booked. Anyway, uh, how are you doing, Kimbra? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing, Matt? I am doing pretty good as well. Now, look, here's what we're going to do. We just got back from this cruise. It was on the Brilliance of the Seas, if you haven't been following along. And we're going to get into that a little bit. We're going to kind of split it up between this episode and the next episode. So it was a five-day cruise, five-night cruise, I should say. And um, so what we're going to do is we're going to go over the first three days today, and then we'll cover the last two in the next episode. That way, you know, we can get into a little more detail and such. But before that, we have a little announcement to make. We want to thank everybody who participated in the postcard contest your postcards are, at the time of this recording, should be uh, about to be on the way because that'll be a Sunday. So we'll probably get them mailed out Monday. We did get your postcards. If you're listening right now going, what what postcard contest? I don't remember a postcard contest. Well, let me just tell you, that is one good reason to listen all the way through past the credits at the end of the episode. Also, if you are one of our patrons over on Patreon, thank you so much for supporting this podcast and uh, your February postcards will be on their way as well. So uh, they're a little late this month because we wanted to get postcards from our crews, but rest assured they will be on their way early this coming week. All right, Matt. Now let's get down to business. Business as usual. Yeah. So we're not on a cruise anymore. Oh. <sighs> So, let's start with the beginning. In the beginning, there was a cruise. No, what? What are you? What are you talking about? Okay, here, here's the thing. You've got the list. You've got the playbook. The play-by-play action. What happened on this cruise? So we're gonna start in the beginning, and that means what? Like go into the port. Yeah. So that's important. <laughs> So let's start from the beginning. So we got up early because we wanted to get on the ship early, right? Yes. And we also had to drop off Reno the dog. Right. So we dropped Reno off over in Tampa. We are in Riverview. So, eh, you know, it took us, what, maybe 30 minutes to get over there? 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was nice because there wasn't a lot of traffic. It's a Saturday. We're used to driving over that way on a weekday when there's a lot of traffic. So that was a pleasant change of event, and we went over, dropped off the pup, and then made our way to work. Yeah, so we parked at the aquarium, did not have to go to work. No, we did not have to go to work. I mean, we went to work, but we didn't go to work because we just parked there. Yeah, and then we walked over and got some breakfast. Yeah, okay, so 
We are meaning to do a video series on things to do when you are traveling out of Tampa. And what we want to do is highlight some of the different places you can go, the things you can do right by the port. So one of those videos that we will make at some point is uh, there's a coffee shop called Victory, Victory Coffee Shop. It is probably a three-minute walk to the actual port itself. And it's got coffee, it's got tea, it's got breakfast food, it's got lunch food if you're there at lunchtime, um, it's got art on the walls that you can buy. I don't know. What 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 else about Victory? It's victorious. You like uh-huh. it, right? It is. Yeah. It's, we, it's I mean, we some go of there. the best coffee. Like like Starbucks is good. There's also a Starbucks around. But Starbucks is walk, good. But yeah. Um but Victory Coffee is is really good. So Victory is like maybe I don't know, three to let's say three to five minute walk from the from like the ship. Yeah, it's pretty pretty close. Starbucks is is about a 12 to 15 minute walk depending on how fast you're you're walking probably yeah. probably 15 minute is a little bit fair assessment of that but anyway we we got there we got a little brekkie we got i got a like a like a uh earl gray latte thing called a london fog and you got a coffee drink with what caramel in uh, it or peppermint what did you get what did i get i think i, I got dark chocolate or just chocolate mocha, caramel mocha. I don't know what I got. Usually I got, she gets a car. Look, usually she gets a, an iced caramel latte. That's that's like her thing that she does. That's it, what she gets. It's either that or a peppermint white mocha. I kind of strayed away from peppermint white mocha when like they started making it too sweet. So then I went to just caramel. And the other day I tried caramel mocha. I'm just trying to mix it up. I don't know. Okay, whatever. So we got our drinks. It was cold. It was like 45 degrees when we got up in the morning to go. What? 44. Really? Did you just correct me on a degree? I did. (laughs) That's that's taking it to the next degree. Oh, that's what I did. Anyway, when we got to the port and got our coffee, it was a blistering like 54 degrees. 55 degrees? What was it? I think it was 55. Okay, 55 degrees. Whatever. It's in our video when it comes out, which will hopefully be pretty soon. So it was so cold. Now, uh, to be fair, I was in the water at Fort DeSoto, which is a nice beach about 45 minutes away from the port the day before, and it was around the same temperature, but it felt way colder because it was windier and it was cloudy. So even though it was in the low to mid 50s, the sun was out. I don't know. We had warm drinks in our bodies. We weren't like warm. I but, had an iced coffee. Okay. I had a warm drink in my body. We were excited. It was it was okay. It was a little bit chilly, but it wasn't bad. Right? Right. Okay. So we, we wanted to get to the port early because we had the key and we knew that was the key to getting on early. So... Why not do it? You know, your va- look, your vacation starts as soon as you're on that ship. Well, I should say your cruise starts. My vacation started at like 4.30 the day before when I got off work. But my cruise started as soon as I stepped on board of the Brilliance of the Sea. So why postpone that? We wanted to get on that ship as early as possible. There's really two trains of thought on that. Some people like to wait until the crowds die down and then just stroll on board. And other people are like, you know, chomping at the bit to get on the ship so we're chomping at the bit 
people, but the key makes that possible. You don't have to pay for it. You got to pay for that or you got to wait your turn. Yeah. So next we walked back to the car, got our luggage and walked over to the port. Yes. And we gave our luggage to a, a porter. You remember the porter? I do remember the porter. I don't remember the porter's name. No, I didn't catch his name. He said it pretty quickly. But the reason we remember this porter is because he was a super nice guy. He was. He also like ran across the street over to us. So yeah. we didn't have to haul our luggage any further. I mean, it was what time was it when we walked up to the actual building? Like 950, uh, I think. Something like that. Yeah, 950. It was early. I mean, there were still a lot of people that were coming off the ship yeah to be fair that were like waiting you know getting out of customs or whatnot so we were there pretty early he saw us yeah came right over super nice guy like like they're usually nice but this guy was nice enough that we were both like wow that guy was really nice so i I wish i could remember his name because uh what a swell guy but anyway he took our bags we had what we we had two bags like suitcases that we checked and then we had our dive bag that we checked right so three bags and the dive bag was really heavy because of all your weights because of all my weights nothing else in it weighed anything except for my 10 pounds of weight exactly (laughs) so we we got our dive bag and, and our other bags on there and then we proceeded to go through the metal detector and uh get into the actual terminal itself how did that go fantastically smooth yeah yeah Yeah. it did we there was no line at all we walked right in um we put our stuff on the the conveyor to go through the metal detector boom went through no hassles no headaches of course i had my tech bag which is a big backpack that's full of camera gear and ipads and such and you had a bottle of wine right yep and what else did you have? Um, it's just my backpack. It had just some general stuff that I didn't throw into my suitcase. Nothing special. Okay, just some odds and ends, yeah. miscellaneous stuff. So we so we get through that. We we swing through that really fast. You have to go up some stairs or escalator, but the escalator was blocked off for whatever reason. I guess I'm sure there's there's an elevator too. But anyway, we walked up the stairs, got to the top. And they were like, oh, you have the key. Go down to this line, which is kind of funny because there was like hardly anybody in the terminal. So at this point, I don't know how how much the key helped us in in this particular situation, because basically I think we would have just walked up to the desk no matter what. But we got to go to the, you know, the key line, which, of course, had nobody in it. So we walked right up to the to the guy at the desk i don't remember his name Do you his remember his name was jim jim that's right how can yes. i not, how can i forget this and my dad's so name he, so here's the thing and my middle name <laughs> well james so if we didn't go to the key line we wouldn't have been with jim that's fair so, that's valid so maybe that was the advantage is jim our checking guy <laughs> Is, is what we got for We're paying the for key. Jim. Look. We're paying for Jim. We're paying extra money for Jim. I mean, Jim was great. Jim was great. And he took like the best picture ever of you. Oh my according gosh. To you. I, I tried to consider asking if I could pay to get a copy of that photo. <laughs> you know, they take your picture at the counter and, and get your credit card and all that stuff. But usually it's one of those deals where they like hold up the little, 
handicam thing or the little webcam deal. And they're like, okay, here you go. Click. Oh, I just took it while I was saying, here you go. And then you get this like weird crooked picture of yourself. Well, Jim, like, and, and she was like, oh my gosh, that's such a good picture. And Jim's like, basically like, you know, I've been doing this for like 25 years. Well, before he was at the DMV before he worked at the, <laughs> at the cruise terminal. So Jim knows how to take a picture with a webcam. That's, that's what he's saying. He was also really friendly. So yes, the the photo thing was great, but he was just a really nice, friendly guy. He was, it was, it was just, I even told him, I said, you are starting our cruise off on the right foot because he was just really, really nice guy. (laughs) So that was, that was cool. And, uh, and then we, um, we got, basically got all that squared away and then they were like go sit in this key area here so we sat in the key area they sell stuff in the terminal here uh they sell like what what they had basically like lanyards and little purses and stuff like that little temptations for kimbra which worked which worked because what did you get a lanyard yeah yeah did you bring a lanyard yeah but you bought a lanyard. Yeah. Why did you buy a lanyard if you brought a lanyard? Because they sold them. Be- because they sold what? And you got it. Was like it's a cute lanyard. It's kind of a generic cruise lanyard with anchors and little circles on it or yeah. something, right? Well, so, it's not my favorite lanyard, but, <laughs> but I she bought it. Well, I like that it has a little clippy, so you can clip off the little clippy part, and you don't have to take like off the whole lanyard or like stretch your neck across the room to give your card you just unclip it right in your lanyard that you brought doesn't have that feature right but you probably paid how much did you pay for the lanyard at the terminal eight dollars eight dollars how much did you pay for the lanyard you brought with you zero dollars oh you didn't pay anything for it no i came with when i when i went to celebration of harry potter it was Uh, the lanyard that was on my special pass okay so it was a so you you paid for it, but you just didn't pay for it as a price that you saw. I guess. Yeah, it was worked in. Nothing is free, Kimbra. Nothing is free. Anyway, we so you got a lanyard. You weren't gonna get a lanyard. I was like, get a lanyard because I don't want to hear the rest of the cruise. I should have bought that lanyard with the clippy thing. I could see it every time we would have had a situation where we were using your card for something. You would have been like, I I really wish I would have bought that lanyard with the clip. As you as you're like uh, struggling to get it off your neck, right? You know that, what's what's kind of funny is like half the time I forgot to unclip it. Yeah, but that's irrelevant because if you wouldn't have had that feature option, you would have remembered every single time. I know. Every time. I know. <laughs> but it, it doesn't. None of that even matters because I bought the lanyard. You bought the lanyard. Yes, you bought it. And, uh, and it's fine. It's, it's a good lanyard. So, so you've got the lanyard. Now we're sitting in the key area. It was not crowded in the key area. And it's, we got, remember we, we walked up to the building. It was nine fifty nine fifty five nine fifty five 9.55. 9.55. Sorry. When we walked into the building. We walked into the yes. building at 9.55 <laughs> and 36 seconds. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think my watch was like at 22 seconds. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. My watch doesn't do seconds. Oh, people. This is a podcast and you can't see the look on my face right now. It's smiling. Yeah, it's smiling. Anyway, uh, we're so now they finally kind of come over and they're like, look, um, they just walked up to us like they walked over to the key section. They didn't make an announcement. It's just like a guy walked up and he's like, hey, uh, listen, we're going to we're going to get the um, the like elite 
whatever people on board and the, the sweet people on board. And then right after that, uh, you're going next. Actually, they said this. Kimber was over there buying her lanyard. Okay, I was also chit chatting up the uh, the seller ladies, telling them about yes. our podcast and and channel, and they were very interested. She's yeah, she's promoting. So if you're <laughs> so if you guys are listening, first of all, uh, Jim is awesome. I don't know if you know Jim, but uh, also thank you guys and thank you for listening. So okay, so now you're over there talking. The guys telling me. You know that hey, you're gonna you're gonna be getting on in just a couple minutes. I'm looking over there, going, "What is she doing? She's been over at the cashier for like five minutes now. Get over here because we want to go. Like, come on, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go." So uh, then they make the announcement that they start seating the other people, and then I think she kind of got the cue and she came over and uh, we got her stuff and like we went. And at that time, it was ten thirty three. Was it you sure it wasn't ten thirty four? Matthew, <laughs> Mr. Matthew. So so look, okay, so it's ten thirty four. So that's let's do some 10:33. math here. Ten thirty three. So let's do some <laughs> math here. Um, we we got to the we walked in the door nine fifty five ten, nine. Oh my god. Nine fifty five. We got we walk onto the ship. At what time was it when we walked onto the actual ship? Did you look at your watch at that point? I'd say it was probably ten thirty four when we were walking. Rough estimate, sure. Ten thirty. Okay, ten thirty four. So what? Let's do the math. So that's what? That's forty minutes. Thirty nine minutes. Right. Um, no. Yeah. 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 Thirty nine minutes. Thirty nine minutes. Thirty nine minutes. It felt like a lot quicker. It did feel quicker. Well, that's because you were over there chit chatting and buying stuff. You hey, were like I shopping. I've gotten new viewers. You may have. You may You're have. You're welcome. <laughs> New listeners. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So, f- 40 minutes, 39 minutes. I don't even remember. We've had so many numbers here. That's quick, though. I mean, that was quick. And we were on the ship. Boom. Right. Just yeah. like that. It, had we not had the key, how much longer would we have had to have waited? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think we would have had to have waited that much longer, honestly. I don't know what the... Uh, if the ship was really empty or, or close to sold out, it felt empty the whole time. Like not empty, but it, it never felt crowded. I'll, I'll say that, which was not a complaint at all that I had. So, so we get on the ship, we walk over the threshold. It's, it's Kimber and I's first cruise together. It's her first Royal Caribbean cruise. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's lots of good things going on here. It's a first cruise we're doing, with fantastic cruising and fantastic studios, YouTube channel. So we're, we're pretty stoked about this. Not to mention it's a, it's a cruise. So obviously we're happy about that. And, uh, and boom, we're on the ship. What do we do? Uh, we explore. We explore. Yeah. So that's what you do, right? That's actually, we, we played, uh, we'll get into this a little bit. We played this family feud sort of game. One of the questions was, you know, we surveyed a hundred people, top seven answers on the board, top six answers on the board. What's the first thing you do when you get on a cruise ship? Well, explore was like number four or something, mm-hmm. but that's what I do. Uh, most people go either to the bar or to the food first. Yeah. Apparently. I explore. I do too. So we explored. So we, we, uh, now one of the cool things of having the key is we got a special lunch, um, which was supposed to be a chops steakhouse lunch. 
So we we explored for a bit, right? We did. And then we went to Chops. Yeah. We saw Chops, and we said, "Hey, we, you know, we got the we got the key. Where's our special lunch?" And what did they say? They said, "Go to the main dining room on deck five. <laughs> yes, yes. So the the lunch wasn't at Chops. It was just Chops food. So that's fine. That's cool. So we we made our way to the main dining room, and uh, had we had luggage that we didn't want to carry around with us. They would have actually taken that luggage from us, and then once our room was available, they would have carried that to our room for us. But we didn't do that because the luggage that we had with us was like electronics and stuff, and I'm not, nothing personal, but I'm not leaving that with anybody that I don't know. So we didn't do that. We just carried it with us. It wasn't that much, though. Just a backpack and a couple backpacks. That's about it. Yeah. Not bad. So we... we um. We put our name in, you know, and all that stuff, and we go and we we sit down in the main dining room, really nice uh, table for two, right by the window. We could see our car in the parking lot, and uh, we get the menu. The menu's got it's not an extensive menu. It it had I think a uh, three or four appetizers, three or four entrees, three or four desserts, kind of a deal. Yeah, but and some shareable sides. Yeah, quote unquote shareable sides. So. Um, so what did you get? Do you remember what you got for your appetizer? I got the mushroom soup. Cause you're a fun gal. That's right. It doesn't what work you? with you. It's, I got it cause I'm a fun guy. Oh, so you got the mushroom soup as well. I did. I got the mushroom soup. You got the mushroom soup. Everybody got the mushroom soup, but everybody, I just mean the two of us. Right. And did you like it? Yes. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was really good stuff. Um, yeah, it was, uh, they, yeah, they did not disappoint with the soup. There was also bread on the table, right? Um, no. Like, no? No bread on the table? I don't think there was bread on the table. Maybe not. There might not have been for that. Huh. No. I don't remember. I'll have to look at the video. But anyway, uh, then for the entree, the things that appealed to us were I got a um, steak burger emphasis on the steak part of that burger and you got fancy burger yes it was fancy schmancy and what did you get i got a filet mignon oh so i look i almost got the filet but i'm not a i like steaks i'm not a big filet guy normally and i like a good burger it was lunchtime i just thought maybe it's gonna be a really good steak burger and it was it was it was good um i I mentioned in the video, I can't really compare it to like Guy's Burgers because they, it's a different style of burger. It was it was good. It wasn't the best burger I've ever had, but it was comparable to probably a, a decent barn grill kind of burger, I would say. Maybe even a little bit better quality of meat for oh. it. Yeah. So I, it was it was not disappointing. It was it was good. I was happy. What about your filet mignon? So I am also like I like steak, but I'm not big on filet. Like I usually, if I have a choice of filet or a different kind of steak, I usually choose the other one. But filet was the option, so I ordered filet. It was the best flipping filet I've ever had. Yeah, I tried it. It was good. It's good stuff. I mean, normally fillets, I see them, they're real thick and I just, I don't know. But this one was, it was good. It was juicy. It was flavorful. Yeah. It was like, like when people say melt in your mouth, like 
this filet melted in your mouth. The interesting thing is, how did you order your steak? Medium. Medium. And you almost said medium rare. Yes. Uh, which maybe you should have because right. it it definitely didn't look medium. It looked probably medium well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was still really melting your mouth and good. So it was, yeah. I imagine if it would have been medium rare, it would have been maybe better. Yeah, I just when places that I don't know real well, sometimes I I worry about ordering medium rare because then I'm afraid it's going to be too rare. Sometimes when I order medium, it's too well done. So I usually go. I'd rather have it a little more well done than a little more rare. You rare on the side of caution. I, I do. Like, I prefer <laughs> the medium rare. Anyways, my steak preference doesn't really matter in this podcast. Okay. Well, it, it does. We're talking about... All right. So, what? how do you guys like your steak? Let us know. Fantasticcruising at gmail.com. What's the right way to eat a steak? We already know the answer. Anyway, um, it said shareable sides. And there was like mac and cheese, some kind of potato thing maybe? Yeah, I think it was mashed potato mashed potato okay and then i don't there was i think i feel like there were three maybe four yeah i don't i don't know i the, didn't pay it to, as soon, usually as soon as i see the words mac and cheese i ignore everything else. you're sold you're like yeah it's like squirrel basically okay and uh and it's a shareable so you know we're like okay shareable let's do that so when we went to order the guy like takes takes her order and and i don't remember if you said it or i said it but one of us was like yeah and we want to do the the mac and cheese. I think you did. I think you were like, and and we want to we want to share the the mac and cheese. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, just just one, just one. And we're like, well, yeah, it's a shareable. Like <laughs> that means we're supposed to share it, right? Like like we went to kindergarten. We know what share means. <laughs> what? Why? Why would you put shareable? And then you're like, you only want one. Well, yeah, we're gonna share it. I think maybe now looking back, they're thinking everybody gets one, and then you just share it, but. Look, it it was just a little thing of mac and cheese that came in a small crock. It was nothing. It was not a shareable size. Like if I'd have been hungry for that, I wouldn't would have been like kind of regretting sharing it with you. But fortunately, that was the disappointing part of the meal. Was yeah. was that mac and cheese? I was, think we both took one bite of it. That's it. And then need to take any more. And and each of us taking one bite, we finished half of the shareable mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah. That that kind of puts it in to proportions for you. Yeah, so the mac and cheese was was dry and nasty and yeah, it was it was whatever. But it didn't matter cuz we had plenty of food and then I don't know what did you get for dessert? You got uh what? I got the New York cheesecake. New York cheesecake. And how did you feel about your New York cheesecake? It was very yummy. It was you liked it. I did. It's good. Are you you're yeah. an, are you a cheesecake girl? Um, I can go for a good cheesecake when I'm in okay. the mood. Okay, like like you like Cheesecake Factory. Is um, that is that a good litmus test for that? Cheesecake Factory is not my favorite. Okay, all right. What? Who has a good cheesecake? Do you know anybody that's got a? Who's got a good cheesecake? I don't. I mean, I'm not. My like apologies a to anybody that's actually from New York. What? Like okay. So you're I, you're not. So I'm I asking mean, you like, questions. You don't know. Yeah, I, I don't I'm know. Sorry. Like, if somebody goes to the store and buys a cheesecake, I'll have a slice of cheesecake. Like, I don't, I don't need, I don't know. I'm not, I don't, yeah, cheesecake. Mm, it's good. Okay, well, the reality is, I, I don't just really kill in time because I can't remember what I had for dessert. <laughs> you had the royal chocolate cake. 
Oh, how could I forget the royal, royal chocolate cake, which is basically royal Caribbean trying to emulate the chocolate melting cake without actually quite emulating is that the right word? The chocolate melting cake. So it's basically like failing completely. Yeah, they missed the they missed the boat on that one. So it's it's a scoop of vanilla ice cream. It's fine. It's good vanilla ice cream. And then it's this little cup, not a cupcake, but like a thing, like a little puck. Let's say that it's a puck cake. And and it <laughs> it was you know if you've had the chocolate melting cake, it comes in the little crock, and then it's like the mushy gooey stuff in the middle. That is not what this is. The whole thing is kind of was kind of mushy and gooey, the the whole cake part. Yeah, like it was, a it was like soggy. Yeah, it was soggy. That's was, a good way to describe it. It was moist, overly moist. I'm everybody out it, there that hates that word. No, it wasn't moist. Isn't even a, okay. No, it was just straight up soggy. It was. Yeah, you could have wrung this cake out. Yeah, and and filled like a bucket. I mean, it was. It, it was okay. I mean, it was, it grossed you out because you're, you like have all kinds of texture issues. But uh, it, for me, it was like, eh, it's all right. I, now, to be fair, I'm not a big chocolate melting cake fan anyway, but um, I would take a chocolate melting cake over this thing. It was not, it was nothing to write home about. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm actually really glad that you got it because I considered it, but. Glad no, I it, fell on that cake well, for you. Knowing that you were getting it meant that I was going to be able to try it, <laughs> so I wouldn't have to sacrifice for my dinner. I'm glad I could help you out. I appreciate it. That is what I am there for, Kimbra. I know. I am there to be your your taste tester, to make sure that you're not getting poison food or anything like that, or just food that you wish you would have ordered. If you would have liked it, would you have taken it away from me? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. And that is why I keep you around. <laughs> Okay, so we finished lunch, and uh, what do we do after that? After lunch, I think we headed, I think we walked around a little bit more, explored a little bit more. I know at some point in time, we headed over to the schooner bar to get our first drink. Yes, we did. Do you remember what you got? I do. I got the woo-woo. Woo-woo! The woo-woo was the drink of the day, the very difficult-to-find drink of the day that was hidden on a sign that had been knocked over and soaked in alcohol and um, had a, I don't know, it was it was not easy to find. But anyway, that was the drink of the day, and you got that, even though that's not what you wanted. It nope. had nothing in it that you liked. Nope. But it was the drink of the day. Right. Because, and so you got it. Because that's what I do. That's Whether what I does. like it or not, the first day I have to get the drink of the day and drink it and and did it live up to your expectations considering your expectations were you weren't going to really like it i mean yeah if my expectations were that i wasn't going to like it i didn't like it there you go and i had a sandy collins um, named after my mom and uh it had i don't remember what all in it but it i know it had whiskey and so you know you had me at whiskey and um it was decent it was all right the the thing is like the the woo woo was the drink of the day and it was what eight bucks uh yes which is which is good that's a fair price for a drink on a cruise i think but every other drink on the cruise that was like even a little bit fancy at all and pretty much everything listed on the menu 
was 12 bucks. So I did figure out the trick a little bit later on in the cruise about drinks. So if it's on the menu, it's basically $10 or $12. If it was the drink of the day, it was $8. And if it was another drink, it was $10. Oh, so if you name your own drink, you get it for $10? Somewhat. So like when we got the margarita that time, it was $10. Oh. Um, when we got the drink of the day from the day before it was $10 instead of eight or 12. Well, that so, is information that would have been helpful. Yeah. So the trick is don't necessarily order what's off the menu, order something else hmm. and it will actually cost less. Yeah. Cause I mean, I know it's a cruise, but $12 for some of the drinks they had on there just seemed a little excessive. I don't know. I mean, I don't buy drinks that much. I don't, I don't know, but it seems like, it seems like that was a little high, but, Ten dollars is still maybe a little high for some of those, but but it's easier it's, to stomach than twelve. Yeah, especially if like we're each getting one, because then right. and they already add the gratuity on, so then it's basically it's like a twenty eight dollar bill yeah, every like time you get a drink. Thirty bucks a pop, and and we're not. I know what you're thinking out there. You're thinking we'll get the drink package. Well, no, we don't drink. We didn't drink enough for that. No, not even close. So, uh, so yeah, so but you know, it is what it is. You're on a cruise, whatever. I guess you're on vacation. So we enjoyed some cocktails, and then uh, and then after that, where did we go? After that, it was about time. Well, no. After that, I think we headed to the room and unpacked a little bit. Our, our bags had shown up, I think, two out of three, maybe? Yep. Had not gotten mine. there? Not yours. Not mine. <laughs> so we got the dye bag. We got my bag. So that's really all that mattered. But uh, And we didn't follow our packing hack to uh, pack half in each bag. We so. did not. No, I didn't. we did not. But that's fine because it showed up eventually. Yeah, it did. It didn't take that much longer. But then it was muster time, right? Uh, yeah, it was yeah. muster time. I forgot about muster. Yeah, so we went to the muster. We we mustered on the outside of the ship. You know, like the the worst muster spot that you can get on a ship. It's sometimes you just get stuck there. And we were in the front, but then some more people came late and they got put in front of us, which I thought was unfair. If people show up to muster late. And then they should be put in the back next to the right, right next to the, the sneezing child or yeah, something like, like that. Squeeze them into the middle. That should be suffer. your punishment. Like if, if, yeah, but that's not the way it worked. But anyway, we did the muster. It was a muster drill. You know, you, you must do it. And uh, then it was over. And after that, it was about time for sail away. It was. Yes. So for sail away. We headed. Do you remember? I do. I just realized that my notes are wrong. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We headed up to the very front of the ship, the bow. Yes, the bow. The the helipad (laughs) and sailed away. Yeah. So the helipad is a really cool place to watch sail away. And the way you get to it is you go on to deck five you go on that outside area and you follow it all the way up. And then there's an area that sometimes is closed, but it's not closed on sail away. And they let you go up some stairs. So technically you're on deck six. And then there's the helipad. And it's literally right on the bow of the ship. So, of course, we've got vlogs coming out. We've got a ship tour coming out. We've got all this stuff coming out. And you'll see this helipad in some of those and you'll see it's right there and it's really cool and it gives you a great view of everything. So uh, if you're on a Radiance class ship, 
look for that helipad because it's hella cool. Yeah. We actually, so we called my mom right when we started sailing away. Well, we FaceTimed her so that she could be part of it. She, my mom's never been on a cruise. So it was really cool. She's like, that's so cool. <laughs> and we were like still in the bay. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's fine. You know, yeah. I mean, imagine then hopefully she'd be really excited if we get her on a cruise. We're trying to get your mom on a cruise, right? We're so, trying. Yeah. We almost did it last year, but it, didn't it was work. too last minute. Yeah. Yeah. So too last minute. Still working on it. So, yeah, we'll see. But. We did sail away and that was fun. And then and then we called my mom. We FaceTimed my mom. We did. And uh, she's been on a few cruises and she loves them. And so what did we do after that? Then it was like, I don't know, it was it was probably about four thirty, five o'clock maybe. Yeah, something like, something that. like that. I don't really know what we did after that. <laughs> I <laughs> I know what we did. We went back to the room. To see if your bag was there. Right. And I believe it was. Yes. So then we unpacked. Yes. And then after that, I think we, did we get dressed for dinner? Um, so maybe. <laughs> so, so here's the thing is there was the Skyway. So I know we went oh, yeah, that to was see before, the Skyway. That was before dinner. Yeah. But there had to be time between then because. R- right. It's like two hours to get to the Skyway. I just don't know what we did. Mm. I think we probably walked around. I think or, we explored some more. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sounds about right. And then, of course, we went and watched this going under the Skyway, which was really cool. Yeah. If you ever get a chance to sail out of Tampa, that is something you do not want to miss because you will think that the ship isn't going to miss it either. And by miss it, I mean the Skyway Bridge because it's so close. It's really cool. It's I a beautiful mean, sight to see. I... At 6.15 is when we went under the Skyway. So here's something that's really cool that I noticed, and I'm just going to mention this because I've only been on Carnival ships before, but the uh, daily compass or the cruise compass from that Royal gives you gives you the time that you're expected to go under the Skyway. So we knew what time to make sure to be on the deck to watch that. And I don't remember that being a thing on the the carnival cruises I've been on. Yeah, I don't either. And I've I've sailed out of Tampa a number of times. And I, I can't say that I've specifically looked for that necessarily, but it is something I'm always aware of and thinking about is, you know, going under the Skyway Bridge. So I feel like somebody would have noticed that, if not me. So that's a that's a cool thing. And um if if it hadn't been in the cruise compass, I would have said it was just the captain, because the captain on this cruise was full of information and, and readily wanted to share it. And, uh, sometimes maybe overshare it a little bit. Not not really, though. He, w- he was a fun guy. He was funny. And uh, you could understand him really well. He, I mean, I think he was Italian, but he still spoke with a clear enough English accent or American accent, whatever you want to call it. And you could understand him just fine. So that was pretty cool. So yeah, so we so we did the Skyway Bridge, and uh, and then wh- what did we do after that? Was that dinner time then? Um, not quite. So we went to the Welcome Aboard Showtime. That's right. I forgot about that. And and you tell them about the Welcome Aboard Show. Um, so that's the first that we saw or heard anything from our cruise director, Dan Dan. Dan Dan. Which, if you look up cruise director Dan Dan, you'll find that there's multiple Dan Dans. <laughs> Uh, Dan, uh, this Dan Dan's American. I don't know. He's, I don't he his, had, oh, Dan. Nope. I don't remember his last they name. They did say it, but I don't yeah, either. He said it, but 
He was a nice guy. Yeah, he was nice. Um, yeah, so he talked a little bit about some stuff and things. And then we had um, the comedian come on a little bit and he did a little bit of a show for a bit. You didn't really... You didn't really care for him too I much. Did not. He, I don't remember his name, and I his don't. His name wanna... was Don Barnhart. Okay, yeah, I don't, I don't want to like talk bad about the guy. I mean, I thought he was okay. He um, was fine, just not my cup of tea. Yeah, just not, just not her deal. And I mean, I think maybe if we would have seen his regular show, he might have been funnier. But um, as far as like what we saw of him, it was like I he made me chuckle a couple times. But you know, I've seen so many stand-up comedians that have me like belly laughing. This guy wasn't doing that. But again, I don't know that we gave him a fair, completely fair shake because we just saw the, just saw the entry show. So it was, it was a limited amount of time. And then he was doing some kind of hypnosis thing the next day, which sounded kind of corny. I don't know. I'm not really into that. But anyway, um, they had some song and dance stuff on there. And that was about it for the, for the welcome aboard show. And then we, we left, right? Yeah. And then we went to dinner. So dinner was good. Uh, we have uh, we got a table for two, which was nice. I don't know if that was because we had the key or we just lucked out because people kept coming by going, oh, how nice. You got a table for two. How did you do that? And we're like, we just this is what they gave us. Like, this is where we got seated. And there were other tables for two that didn't have anybody there. Like, I know some people will go to the maitre d' like right when they get on the ship and they'll be like, I want to sit with only my people. And, and then they sometimes can let them do that but uh, in our case we were just like go with the flow we kind of almost wished we could sit by somebody else just so we could you know meet people but at the same time it was really nice to have that table just the two of us yeah it was we also had phenomenal weight stuff yes and look we're gonna do in in a couple episodes a few episodes we're going to do a Carnival versus Royal Caribbean Smackdown. And I'm just going to give you, no, I don't want to spoil anything. Let me just tell you, our servers on this cruise were amazing. And uh, I haven't had servers like that on a cruise in a while. So Steven was our assistant waiter and Putu was our head waiter or our main waiter, I guess I should say. And uh, what what a great couple of waiters especially steven like he was just he was a young kid i mean he said his name was steven he's from the philippines and uh i think he was like you said he was 12 yeah he looked like he was 12 i'm sure he was was adorable but i loved him he tried so hard to have conversations with us and like talk to us and kind of get to know what we were doing what we were interested in he was a little shy and awkward but he he was awesome. Well, and, and I'll tell you what, um, he was authentic. I, I feel like, you know, those conversations weren't just him like trying to get to know us so he could get a better tip or like, I feel like he really was interested in having a conversation with us. He and, was, and, absolutely. Yeah. And so it was, it was a good experience. So we, so we'll get, if you want to know like more about our dinner and what we had and all that you want to watch the vlogs when they come out over on fantastic studios, definitely watch those anyway, because even, uh, it's probably going to be shorter than this podcast for each day, a lot shorter actually, but you get the visuals, you know, a picture's worth a thousand words. So a movie's nothing but thousands of pictures. So you can imagine. 
But so anyway, you get a thousand words in the podcast and a thousand pictures in the video. Right. And a, a thousand pictures worth a thousand words. So that's like. So just listen and watch together. No, just kidding. <laughs> anyway, moving on after dinner, we uh, we went to the hot tub in the uh, solarium. Yeah. So we walked over to the solarium and the pool was closed yeah. down and it was dark in there and the bartender was wiping down the bar. But the hot tub looked open. Yeah. So we asked the guy, too, at the bar. We're like, is the hot tub open? He's like, yeah, the hot tub's open. I'm like, how long does the hot tub stay open? He goes, I don't know. I don't do that. That's not my thing. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, how long do you think it'll be open? Uh, It'll be open for a while. I don't, he didn't. He had no idea. Or he didn't want to tell us. I don't know. So we, we went and we changed. We went up. We got in the hot tub. And then we were in there for what? Maybe like... like- maybe 15 20 minutes if if that i'd say five or ten yeah so and then and then a guy comes along and he's like kicked us out of the hot tub he's like you guys gotta you guys gotta go i gotta i gotta clean the hot tub yeah so we went to the hot tub in the the main pool area for a little bit but it was cold outside yeah we're still i mean this we're still pretty close to tampa and remember this day started in the 40s so um it it was warmer at that point. I think it got up to the 60s or so. At at this point, I don't know what the temperature outside was, but it was not hot and it was not even warm. The hot tub was warm. Both hot tubs were warm. The solarium is covered, so that area was warm. But yeah, we went out to the outdoor area and uh, it was fine in the hot tub, but getting out of the hot tub uh, a little so much. Yeah. And they had a movie playing. Um, they played like, I don't know, World War II movies all week. It was weird. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of the movies. But um, I don't know. I mean, it, I guess it would have been interesting. But um, yeah, so we, we got out of that hot tub and then froze. And then we pretty much crashed after that. Yep, went to bed. And that's day one. <laughs> thanks yeah. for thanks for listening. We thought <laughs> day one, it'll take us about 10 minutes to talk about day one. Sorry, we've been rambling. I hope you guys aren't bored uh, we're going to get into day two, though. Day two was a sea day. We got up pretty early. And yeah. uh, what what all we accomplished a lot on the sea day. We did. So we started off. I think we got up and I don't I think we took off and did some ping pong. I think that's where we started. I think we started. We walked around a little bit and we ran into ping pong. and We were like, let's play some ping pong at like 8 a.m. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, and which, then which is good because every other time we walked by the ping pong tables, they were like people were playing. So they weren't placed at a very good location. No, they were terrible. Like one time you were walking by, and the guy like hit went to hit the ping pong, and he like backed up a few feet and like just about took you out. And then yeah. every time we walked by the table, there was somebody getting like hit with a ping pong ball or run over by a person playing ping pong. It was right by the door to get like to yeah. the elevator area. Yeah. There was, there was probably a five foot clearance for the, the one player between that and the, and the walkway. And so that's, I mean, it's not like people were playing like wild and crazy ping pong. No, just it was bad just, placement. It was, yeah, it was really poor placement. So we, we played a little ping pong and then yep. we were just kind of exploring the ship more, really. Yep. And then we went and played some mini golf. Yes. Which you won. I did because I'm the bomb diggity. The bomb diggity. Whatever. Look. <laughs> okay. First of all, it's a nice course for a, for a cruise ship. It is. And I was winning. Like we were tied for the first few holes. 
we're tied up, like totally synced up, right? And then I pulled ahead by one by or two, two in by one t- hole. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. And then I maintained that till we got to like maybe the third to last hole or something. And then you kind of caught up. I did catch up. And then you were actually on the last hole. And then hole. I went ahead. You were ahead by what? One? One. And then I I ended up losing by two. It was, a, it was a travesty. Yeah, it's good for me. Whatever. So, yeah, you'll see that in the, you'll see the end of that travesty if you watch the vlog because unfortunately we filmed it unless i can figure out a way to fix it in the video editing and make it, it was look like a I phenomenal won. filming time yeah, yeah it was <laughs> all right and, and then and then we headed to the schooner bar to do a brain teaser challenge yeah schooner bar in royal caribbean is a nice kind of nautical themed bar a staple on most if not all royal caribbean ships and the brain teaser was was what so it was kind of like a like a play on words kind of thing, like one of them. That was one of them. It was a play on it, words. It was. So it was the word Hamlet on top of the words words. Word word. It was so word word, and then Hamlet above it, and that was a play on words. Yeah, <laughs> and then one of them was like an inside job, and it was the word an inside of the word job. Yeah, like inside the O or something. Yeah. So that, those are the brain brain teasers, which I usually like. Those I I didn't I struggled with them. They were all the thing I didn't like was they were all word based, and and so a lot of times they're pictorial, they're pictures and words, or just pictures or just words. These are all just words. They, they were, were they were fun though. He, they were, he also said that it was a British version. It was, yes. So some of them didn't make sense to us. Right. And and I mean, I live on the BBC, but um, yeah, they, most of them were sort of made sense. Some of them were stupid. Some of them were hilarious. And some of them didn't make sense culturally to us because we're not from the UK. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. And then right after that, we did trivia. Yes, we did. And we... <laughs> We had some partners that we didn't really ask for, but that was okay. And um, we did not win. We came in third place, I think. Yeah, we were we were close though. There was a couple of questions that I had contention with, and um, <clears throat> if you want to know what those were, well, the, the one watch the vlog and it'll tell you about that. And it'll also challenge you to answer the question and and why I had a problem with this <laughs> this question. There was a, there was another one um, about sea snakes that I had a little bit of an issue with, just because of the way the question was worded. I thought it was a little misleading, but um, yeah, but it was fun. And and the guy that was doing the trivia, what was his name? San San San. Yep. So San was hilarious and. Uh, and he basically, because I because I brought up a little bit of an issue with the one question, and then went on to contend the the sea snake thing, and um, I was like, "Look, I teach marine science. They're both marine questions." He like he just laid into me and just ripped me apart, basically, which was hilarious. Not in a mean way; it was all in fun. And then, of course, Kimbra sold me out because um, everybody was like. 
everybody after that was like, anytime anything even closely related to animals came up, they were like, ask that guy over there. He's the marine biologist. And Kimbra is like, he doesn't have a degree. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? I, yeah, no, I don't. I don't have a degree in marine biology. I have a degree in education. I just happen to have been teaching marine science in some form for the last 20 years. But well, they, what do I know about They said, they said, that's the guy with the biology degree. And I said, he doesn't have a degree in. But did you need to say that? Did you have to bring that up? Yes. No, you didn't. You were getting all the attention. <laughs> okay. All right, I see how it is. <laughs> anyway, it was it was funny. It was fun, and uh, we lost, but it was it was okay. And then what did we do after that? After that, we went shopping. Ooh, and what did you buy? I bought a keychain. Notice I said, "What did you buy?" Because I don't think I bought anything. No, I bought a keychain. Yeah, you did. Didn't yeah, you? that that was it. So I have this thing where every ship that I'm on, I buy a keychain with the ship name, and you I could put, put it, the we got the key. You could put the key on there. Yes. So what did we do after we went shopping for you? After that, we went up to the solarium, found a nice spot to sit, watched the water until the windjammer opened for lunch. Right, because the windjammer opened at 530 for lunch. No, 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 for dinner, 11 for lunch, 1130, 1130 for lunch was 1130. Yeah, it closes down at 11 after breakfast. And oh, reopens that's right. At 1130 that's for right. Lunch. Yep. So, yeah. So then we went and had lunch. They had Indian food at every lunch and dinner, uh, but only like one thing, maybe two once. But yeah, but they had it at the buffet. I never see that on Carnival's buffet. And um it was nice. They didn't have it at dinner, though. No Indian food at dinner. So I was a little bummed about that. But uh, but you could get creme brulee or um, uh, the the um, French onion soup, uh, escargot every day. That yes. just, just made me think of that. So anyway, <laughs> so there we are. We're in the solarium, and we are chilling out. And uh, and then what? where do we go from there? Then we went to lunch. Then we went to lunch. And I, I don't know what we had for lunch. I don't remember what we had either. It we was, yeah. Buffet food. I mean, I probably had Indian food. You did. Likely. That was the, the okra masala. <laughs> oh, that's right. That was really good. That was my favorite of the Indian food that I had on board was the okra masala. So, and papadoms. They had papadoms, I think, every day. Yeah. And, um, and after lunch? After lunch, we went to see if we could find flying fish. And we... Didn't we didn't, but we found well, we went and grabbed the binoculars, yes, because we wanted to really see these fish, and that pretty much doomed us from seeing them, I think, yeah, but we saw something else, Matt, we did, yeah, oh yeah, oh, how could I forget that, yeah, we're standing on the deck, and uh, we got the binoculars out, and lo and behold, <laughs> we saw some boobies, we sure did see some boobies, who was more excited about seeing boobies, you or me, I think I was, that's kind of interesting. Yes, these. Tell them about these boobies, Matt. Well, they were um, they were about so big, and they were moving around like this and that, and uh, they were mostly white, but a little brown. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And they were kind of dipping into the water every now and then, kicking up a little splash. Okay, Matt, this is a children's show. No, it's not. No, it's <laughs> not. No, it's not. No, these were birds. We saw... Wait, what? 
Matt, were you looking at different boobies than me? Uh, no, no, birds. Yes, that's what they were. Matt. Matt. Yes. Tell me about the boobies. <laughs> no. So they're so they're birds. Yes, they're birds. They are called brown boobies, and they're uh, kind of a small to medium sized seabird. You can find them when you're cruising out pretty far away from land. They do travel across the sea, as the name seabird would imply. And they're sort of dark brown to almost black on the top. And then their bellies are white. Their beak is very pale and sort of around their eyes. Sometimes it looks almost like a bluish gray color. Uh, They do have yellow feet. And they will nest on islands in parts of the Caribbean. They have a broader range than just the Caribbean, but, uh, but they are, they're pretty neat and they're, and they're something to look for. So when you're out on a sea day, go out. And if you see birds flying around, there's a limited number of species that you're likely to see. One of them you're going to see in the Caribbean are the brown boobies. Uh, they were, they were really cool. Cause they were like keeping up with the ship. Like yep. they'd fly kind of back and forth, but they were keeping along with the ship and kind of diving down in the water. But that was really cool. Yeah, they have an interesting hunting strategy. And a lot of these birds will kind of use the cruise ship as a way to help them sort of catch their fish. And in fact, I think actually we said we didn't see any flying fish, but you sort of did, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that I saw one jump out and that that one booby caught it. And that's, yeah, that's kind of typical. That's what they do. So they will wait for these fish to jump out and then snatch them right out of the air. Pretty spectacular, good acrobatics, and a lot of fun to watch. So we're gonna we're gonna do this. We're gonna call the brown booby the cruise creature for this episode. So look for those, and if you see one, take some pictures and uh, post them over on the Fantastic Cruising Community on Facebook, or send them to us in an email, fantasticcruising at gmail dot com, and uh, share your booby pictures with with us. The birds, whatever, Matt. <laughs> anyway, what do we do after that? We took a nap. We took a nap. <laughs> That's exciting stuff. Yeah. We took a nap and and then and then we got up and we went to charades. Charades. Uh, yes, so yes, we played charades and uh we it was like two teams. There were what four people, five people on a team, six About, people. About, yeah. And we took turns. It kind of turned into like a free for all. It was really just really super casual. I mean, there was a host hosting it, but who she, was super awesome. She hosted a lot of stuff that we did. Yeah, she was and she's from uh Palm Harbor, I think, Florida. I think, yeah, somewhere around local. Our, yeah. Her name was Nicole. She was great. Yep. Shout out to Nicole. And uh, it was fun. It You know, we just kind of just kept going back and forth. We weren't really keeping score or anything even. We were just having fun playing charades. It was a good time. Yeah, it was good. And then we did Name That Tune Trivia Disney Music. So I was helpful. You were not helpful at all. Not at all. That's it was basically was. a team of Kimbra. <laughs> And it was hard too, right? It was, yeah, because it was like three seconds of the first part of the song, and I got, I'd say what, a little over half of them, but yeah, I didn't do so hot. And it was all movies, yes, but it was all the movies. So any 
Well, it was all only animated. No, it wasn't only animated. No, it wasn't because like, Mary Poppins was Mary in po- there. But it wasn't like it wasn't like random stuff. Like it was all like it's all Disney movies. Serious Disney but stuff. But it was from the beginning to current. So right. anywhere from Pinocchio to Frozen. Yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah, there was yeah, there was Moana. Moana. Whatever. There was a Peter Pan one, I think. Right? Yeah, Peter Pan. I knew like, that one. Was, I got that you one. You did. Yeah. yeah, so I did all right, but it was, I had to name the name. I can the, fly, I can fly. It wasn't that song, no, though. No, I know, I know. Um, but it was, you know, name the song and the movie that it was from. So at least if I didn't know one, I could kind of get the other, except for some of them that I didn't have a clue. <laughs> so we, we lost Disney trivia, and then um, what did we do after that? After the, that. The girl that won got like 19 out of 20 or what well, was out of 40? Uh, she got like 39. Yeah, she out. missed like two. Yeah, so she did really well. And she yeah. was by herself. Yeah. So, so she watches a l- way too much Disney. That's what I would say. Lame. Only because I think I should have won. <laughs> All right, yeah. what do we do next? I don't know. Because that was over at 4.30. And then we had dinner at 8. <laughs> so. It's a mystery. Uh, we did something we had cheese we did we we got into this really terrible habit of going to the buffet when it opened at like 5 30 and they had a really nice spread of cheese and some little chutneys and dried apricots and walnuts and uh we ate cheese and bread and then were too hung too full to eat dinner that's what we did yeah so I don't know what we did between 4.30 and 8, but we did some stuff. Oh, I know what we did. Matt. Yeah? Day two, C-Day was formal night. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we, we went and got all schnazzied up yeah. and, and got some photos taken. We did. And uh, we even bought some photos. We did. So I'm sure once we have delivered those to the people we got them for, moms uh we will probably share them on facebook but we were kind of trying to hold those back a little bit because we want them to be a little bit of a surprise they know they're getting them but you know we just want to be what they are look what they look like kind of thing they've seen one each so yeah yeah. they gave us some champagne did oh yeah yeah they did didn't they yeah 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 so that's what we did and then we did dinner right and then yeah dinner that night Formal dinner. Was that when we had the? No, that wasn't the lamb. No, that was that was not the lamb night. I don't remember what we had. Well, anyway, watch the vlog, Fantastic Studios, when that comes out, and we will you will see what we had for dinner, and we'll tell you all about it. Yeah, and I think we we didn't do much after that. We went and headed to bed because we were at Grand Cayman at seven a.m. the next morning. Right, and and that wasn't like. We were getting up at 7 a.m. That was like we were, we were getting off the ship yeah. at 7 a.m. And we wanted to make sure that we got off the ship and we um, we. So one of the advantages of the key is that you get priority tenders. And so we wanted to be like the first off the ship so that we could do that. Yeah. So we went to bed, went to bed early, probably nine o'clock or something. Nine, nine thirty, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. And then it was Grand Cayman Day. We got up in the morning, six 
15, I think we got up. Six, something like, something that, like that. Bright and early. Interior cabin. That's a challenge. But, you know, we were stoked because we're going scuba diving. So uh, we got up. We we got up, got our gear together. And actually, did we get our gear together the night before? We got most of it did. together. Yeah. Yeah. Because we knew we were going to be like, you know, running against the, the, the clock. So we, we got all our gear and we, well, we went and had breakfast real quick, right? We did. I had a bagel. And then we came back, we grabbed everything and then we went to the card room, which is on deck four. And that's where they tell you to go if you have the key so you can get your priority boarding on the tender. And then we waited for just a few minutes and then they were like, okay, we're going to take you to the tender. There was like one other person there and um, she's like, you have your... You have your ship card. Of course I have my ship card. This is my first rodeo. I know what I'm doing. You have your photo ID. Oh, crap. I rookie mistake and I'm not a rookie. I, I forgot my photo ID. I wasn't thinking about it. I didn't bring my phone. Photo ID is in my phone. I had to go all the way back up to decade, get my photo ID, march down there. The first group, which was only like, two people yeah <laughs> they they were gone she's like i'll come back for you so we got back there were more people in the key room uh she came back and we still got on the first tender yeah so it wasn't a big deal but i was stressing i was like i can't believe i did this i'm so stupid so anyway we, you're not stupid you're thank just you. old what really i'm just kidding anyway uh <laughs> We got, I got my photo ID. We got our stuff. We got on the tender. It's a beautiful day in Grand Cayman. And we tendered on over to Grand Cayman, got off of the tender boat, and uh, we walked out of the little port area, the little secure port area, and went to the right. Now, it's, what, 7.30 maybe? 7.50? What, what time? So- Tell me numbers. What time was it? So I'd say it was probably about 722-ish. <laughs> of course it was. So, so here's why I say that. Okay. We arrived at Eden Rock Dive Center at like 732. And you told me it was a seven minute walk. Okay. You do a little math. Yeah. I, I can respect that. So yeah. I know that math doesn't completely add up, but we may have like looked around or stopped a minute before we well, actually walked in. We did. We took some we took some chicken pictures. Oh, that's right. Yeah, which which you will see in the vlog and uh, some video, I should say. You know, a little Clay Kowski out, out there. And um yeah, we got it's it's like yeah, like you said, it's a seven minute walk. That's what the Google says. And I would not argue with that. It was a really short walk. So for example, when we walk from the aquarium to Victory Coffee, it's a five-minute walk. So it was like two more minutes down the down the road, like really nothing. So yeah. um, a pleasant walk. It's the sidewalks, you know. There's shops. There's the beautiful Caribbean Sea on the on the other side. Oh, we so saw crabs. We did. Yes, we saw. I forgot some, about those. Yeah, we saw some big crabs on the on the rocks. Uh, which, by the way, if you if you want to take time to go to hell when you're on Grand Cayman, you can do that. But you can see very similar limestone rock formations just right there at the port. They're not as big. They're maybe not as grand, but they're also, you know, right there. And you don't have to go to hell to see them. So uh, we, we saw those. And then we get to the dive center. 
Eden Rock Dive Center. And uh, we walk in. We're like, hey, we're here for a dive. We got an appointment. Nine o'clock. They're like, yes, you're early. You're not the only divers. So you can go get some coffee. You can go shop. And we're like, or they're like, or you can go snorkel for a bit. So we snorkeled for a bit. We sure did. They give you a locker. It's really cool. You could probably just, I, you can just rent a locker, but since we were diving with them, um, they just, they just had a locker. They were like locker number nine, boom, threw our stuff in there, jumped in the water, snorkeled around till like 830. Yep. I think they were like 830, come on out. And then, uh, so that's what we did. We saw some, some stuff and things Yep. and got out of the water, um, 830, there was there were two other people who were diving with us besides our dive master. One of them was a gentleman from Canada, and the other one was a guy from Japan. So a uh, young guy from Japan. So um, yeah, we had to wait for everybody to get suited up. We put our gear together, you know, met everybody, and then we were ready to go for Kimbra's first ocean scuba dive. Yay! <laughs> So this is how it works at Eden Rock because it is a shore dive. Uh, you basically use a ladder. So you don't do a giant stride because it's too shallow. Uh, but you also don't just like back into the water because it's not an actual beach. So basically what you do is you, you get all your gear on at some picnic tables. You carefully walk to this ladder. It's kind of slippery. You carry your fins. And then when you get to the ladder, you... Um, you lower yourself in on the ladder very carefully, have everything on except for your fins. You push off away from the ladder and then you don your fins in the water. Which I found to be quite difficult. It is not easy. For some reason, I can never put my left fin on. Like seriously, the dive master had to put my fin on. She I, sure did. I mean, the, the BC was a little big and bulky, but yeah, I felt like a kindergartner. Like <laughs> I th thank you. I don't think she'll listen to this because she doesn't even really know about this podcast. But if she ever finds it, thank you. Uh, Her name was Emma. Emma from Cincinnati, I think, right? Yeah. It was really nice. and uh, I would have done it, but I was still struggling with my fins. Yeah, you were having your old, own fin problem. So uh, I, needed, I needed a little help from my friends. And we got, we got set up, though. And then we basically, what you do is you, you snorkel out to the the deep spot so because it's it's a good i don't know probably 150 200 feet or more till you get to the to the deep spot it's like gradual slope from maybe four feet uh out there so once you get to a spot it's about what was it like 20 feet where we went down you think that was only 20 feet I have, I have no sense of, of depth, no depth perception. No. <laughs> well, I have perception. I don't have sense of it. There's a difference. So, yeah, I think, I think I'm pretty sure where we actually went underwater was about 20 feet deep. And, uh, basically the way scuba diving works is you, you kind of slowly lower yourself down into the depths because you have to clear your ears and, and just kind of, it was a, it was a sandy area. So you could kind of get your, your buoyancy. So you're kind of floating a little bit. And uh, make sure everybody's okay and all that before you start swimming over the coral. You don't want to lower yourself down over the coral if you can avoid it because you don't want to like land on the coral and crush it while you're trying to adjust your buoyancy. So that's what we did. And um, 
we got everybody down. Everybody was okay. We started swimming. Yeah, and almost immediately went into a cave. Yes, we did. Now, this is not cave diving like, you know, people in Florida cave dive and I call it cave dying because it's like the one of the most dangerous things you can do is cave diving. I have no interest in that. There's no animals in there. This is different, though. These are not like caves where you lose sight of the entrance and all that. No, These are they were pretty open caves. And yeah. I would not. I mean, they were like I said, they were open, but I wouldn't want to go into anything smaller than those no and, and the, the thing is these mostly had open tops that kind of closed in a little bit around them but there were spaces where you could have squeezed out throughout it and there's light coming through so it's not pitch black or anything like that uh, and there's animals in there there's animals around there and it's uh there's sponges growing on the walls not a lot of coral in the cave because it, the coral needs sunlight but um but there was you know it was cool swimming through these caverns of coral that basically are thousands of years of coral reef that is built up over time and you know you're basically in the in the bowels of it i guess you could say big old tarpons swimming around in there and really cool so we went through the first cave and then i don't know what what do you what do you want to say about this dive it was amazing like i've snorkeled and you see this stuff from above but if you ever get a chance to scuba dive get certified do a discover scuba anything to be actually under the water to see it do it you know that's an interesting thing i i think i forget that sometimes uh, i have to really think about it when you snorkel for especially for most people they're they're staying up at the surface you're kind of you're getting a bird's eye view of the fish, which is fine, but it's not as good of a view as a fish eye view of the fish. And so when you scuba dive or even if you free dive a little bit, but especially when you scuba dive, you really see fish not just below you, but you see them straight on. You see them uh, above you. You see them in every angle and you sort of become part of that habitat. And it's it's just a. It's not the same experience as uh, snorkeling at the surface at all. It's definitely a much more immersive experience because you're really, you're really in in there. You know, you're really part of it. So definitely a very cool thing. Lots and lots of beautiful purple and yellow fairy basslets. We didn't see anything really unusual other than lots and lots of colorful fish. We saw. Uh, we did see some peacock flounders. At the end? Yes. Right? Well, I saw them while snorkeling only. I didn't see them diving like you did. Okay. I saw one diving. I saw a couple lionfish. Uh, the the tarpon were really impressive because there were a lot of them and they're big. We saw one little nudibranch, which is a little oh, sea slug. You you did. Oh, you didn't see it at all? Oh, you were up. No, I was up at the top. At the it seven, was at the very end. So this thing was like, I didn't realize what I was looking at. It was it was literally like less than an inch in size because nudibranchs are pretty small. But um, And it blends in. It, this one blended in. I haven't even identified the species yet. When we watch the video, I'm going to try and ID it. I was, looking at, I was looking at my field guide of nudibranchs today and trying to figure out which one it was. And I have it narrowed down, but I got to look at the film to see if I can figure out which species it was exactly. But yeah, so uh, we saw those things and went through a few more caves. 
I don't know. What what else do you want to say about it? I mean, it was really cool. Yeah, it was it was just really cool. Like I I remember there were certain fish that like really stood out to me and as soon as we got back on the ship, we pulled out the reef book and I was like, I need to know what this fish was. But the but the cool thing is you're learning your fish. Like I I know most of the fish. Like I know probably 90 plus percent of the fish that we see in the Caribbean. I I can tell you what they are. Uh there's a few I I need to look up, but you're you're probably somewhere around 25 30% of the fish you know what they are now so that's pretty good because um before you started diving and stuff you were probably at about 5% yeah like i knew blue tangs right <laughs> right now i know blue tangs and baby blue tangs yes which are bright yellow so yes. yeah with blue around the eye but yeah we saw some of those so Pretty cool experience. Um, we got out. The way it works is you snorkel out and then drop down. But when you come back, you want to stay in the shallow water for a while. It's, it's like a safety stop thing. And with a shore dive, the advantage is you're just swimming in the shallow. So you're not just sitting there waiting. And uh, we came out. You take your fins off. You climb up the ladder. And then you just break down your gear and you're you're done. Yeah. So it was awesome. I highly recommend it. I know you always say how great it is, but now I now I can concur. Yeah, it's one of those things that you really are never going to understand it until you do it. Like you can watch videos of it and it's cool, uh, but until you actually experience it, you really are not going to be able to completely grasp what it's like. So that's why I think it is really cool if you can if you can take that opportunity to do that. Now, this is the second time I've dove at Eden Rock with the Eden Rock Dive Center. And the first time was with my buddy Mark from the Traveling Duo. And both dives were outstanding. The The people that work there are just really friendly, really laid back, really helpful. And just uh, it the whole experience was just an absolute positive pleasure. It was just a really good time. It was really easy to book, too. It was. Yeah. You just send, we send them an email. They sent us an email like within like two hours. Yeah. Yeah. And we sent an email. We we're like, Hey, we want to do this dive. They were like, okay, the dive starts at this time. This is how much it is. Fill out this paperwork. See you when you get here. Right. And then we got there. We had to show them our, our C cards, our dive cards and uh, fill out like a very small bit of paperwork and that was it. They were like, okay, and then you pay when you're done. Yeah. So <laughs> we're it like, was, okay. Yeah. And then I I got an awesome shirt. Yes, you did. You got a really cool Eden Rock shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I think we paid, uh, I want to say we paid $70. Yes. We gave them a nice tip, but uh, that was for a one tank dive. And if we would have done another tank, I think it would have only been. It was 110 yeah, so like 40 bucks more. Yep. Which we could have done that. Um, I don't know. I, I I thought we were going to dive and then snorkel, but we snorkeled and then dove. We didn't snorkel as long as, as maybe we could have, but by the time we were done with the snorkeling and the diving, we were kind of we were kind of done uh, for the day. So we hit, the, hit up some shops. Like we started walking down the strip. We had a couple things that we were looking for. And before we got on the ship. Yeah. So what were we looking for, Matt? Well, mostly I was looking for hot sauce uh, with a certain pirate that's famous in Grand Cayman. And it's the rum flavored hot sauce. 
Uh, if you want to know what it's called, uh, just shoot me an email, fantasticcruising at gmail.com. Because I don't really want to say it on You don't want to say it. No, it's a little... It's the name of a pirate, man. I know, but it's... I don't know. I, I feel like it's you a little... You said it wasn't a... You talked about boobies for like 10 minutes. I know, but this one's kind of got other connotations that I don't really okay. feel as... as yeah, I don't want I don't want people to get the wrong impression. It's it's a really good hot sauce, and um, and then also they this company makes what I think are the best rum cakes. It's Blackbeard rum cakes. Here's the thing though, in the past I've always gone to this place called the Rum Stop, and you can try the rum cakes, you can buy the rum, you can buy the rum cakes, you can buy the hot sauce. It was closed down, shut down, boarded up. Piles of leaves in front yeah, of the door. It had been a bit. It had been a minute since this place was open, which is interesting because we I was trying to find it in Google before we went just to make sure I knew exactly where it was. And I kept seeing these reviews, people saying like, in Grand Cayman, if you buy liquor, then they won't give it to you if you're on a cruise ship. They will, they will send it to the ship. Like that's like a Grand Cayman thing. So... Uh, but what they did is basically they apparently well, allegedly what they did is they were taking people's money, but they weren't sending the rum over to the ship. So people were like, this place is a ripoff. Now I have bought rum from them and never had an issue. So I don't know what, I don't know what happened, but they're no longer in business. So then I'm like, Oh man, what are we going to do? Cause not only did I want to get that stuff, but I also promised our friends Roy and Amanda that I was going to get them some rum cakes and I'm like, well, now, now what? So we uh, we walked down the strip a little bit. We found we found the a shop that sold their rum cakes and the hot sauce. So the only which I knew was there. Which you knew was there. Did you know that they had those that stuff in it though? Yes, because okay. when I had been before, I almost bought it there and then walked out the door a little bit and ah, found this okay. other little shop. You yeah. could. They did have a little bit of tasting there, like they had like one flavor, I think. Yeah, not quite the same thing. No, but here's the here's the kind of bummer about it. So um, in the past, when I bought it from the rum stop, the rum cakes, usually they had like a deal where you could buy like four and get the fifth one free or I, I don't know, some something like that. This place was like, no, they don't do that. So they had a six pack. Was it a six pack or a nine pack? It was a six pack. It was a six pack. And it you got you got like a price break on that. But it was a it was various flavors and most of them weren't flavors I wanted. Like there was, I really just wanted to get four rum cakes, two for us, two for Roy and Amanda. And I wanted two different flavors. Well, that wasn't going to work with the six pack. So I went up and I asked the lady working there. I'm like, Hey, if I buy like five of these rum cakes, is there a deal or anything like that? She was like, no. So, <laughs> so no deal, but, uh, it was fine. Uh, we got the, we got the stuff and, um, it's a little more pricey than we paid for it in the past, but it was it was all good. It's good stuff. It's worth the money. And then um, I think that was it. We got back on the ship, right? Well, we also went to Del Sol. Of course we did, because you like to go to Del Sol, don't you? I do. Del Sol is like my favorite. And if you're not familiar, tell people what Del Sol is. Most people probably know, but just in case. Del Sol has color-changing products. So sunglasses, like my sunglasses are white. And when I go out in the sun, they turn pink. And I've got all kinds. I've got shirts from all the different ports that have Del Sol's in them. And they have a fun little design on them. And then when you go out in the sun, they turn different colors. And I love them. And it is amazing. And 
my goal is to have something from every Del Sol around. <laughs> every Del Sol? Every Del Sol. Wow. That's a lot of... I know. I don't know where they all are, but... Every every time we walked into a Del Sol because she had her sunglasses on, the people working there are like, hey, nice sunglasses. It, it's kind of funny, too. So one of the things about Del Sol is they have the same design at like yeah. every shop with a yeah, different name on it. So like we walk in and I'd look at Matt and I'd say, I have that shirt from yep. this place and that shirt from this place and that shirt from this place. And I still managed to get a new design. They, I mean, they do have some good designs because there was... Well, you, the one you got was really cool and you yeah. didn't have that one. So, nope. yeah. So, yeah. So then we got back onto the tender, right? Yes. Then we got back onto the tender. And we went back over to the ship and uh, and then what? What did we do after that? We got in the pool? We did. We got in the pool. In the solarium. Yes. So here's the thing about, Car- or about Royal Caribbean. Like I said, we're going to do an episode in pretty soon here. Like kind of a smackdown, but uh, here's something I, I've never seen before on Royal Caribbean. So I don't know if Carnival's doing this too now, but there were lifeguards at the pools. I've never seen lifeguards at the pools on a cruise ship, and not only were there lifeguards on the pools, but they were like standing the whole time, just staring there. Even when there was nobody in the pool, they were there. And when we got in the pool, we were the only ones in the pool when we first got in the pool, and the lifeguard like walked. This is not a big pool, okay? It's a it's a cruise ship pool. The guy walks over. He's on the opposite side of the pool. He walks over and stands like right by us and just stares at us. Like, like really? Do we really need this much attention on us? It's a five-foot pool, dude. I think we're okay. But Five foot eight. Okay, what? <laughs> you and the numbers today. Anyway, uh, the... I get it. I don't know if there was an incident on Royal Caribbean where with the pool, but man, it was. I'm not a big fan of lifeguards. Okay, I'm just gonna say that. Uh, if so, I mean, I had nothing against like lifeguards that like that are doing their job. But when I was younger, I got yelled at by lifeguards, and I was always a rule follower. So I, I just you know they just they always rub me the wrong way. I'm just nervous around them. I know they're important and everything, and there's I'm sure there's really good lifeguards out there. But uh, yeah, so I I don't know. It just I just I didn't like it. I didn't like the lifeguard thing. They're wearing these bright white red. I don't know. It I was not a fan of the overprotective lifeguard stuff on Royal Caribbean. Yeah, but we hung out in the pool, and that was cool. Yeah, literally. Yeah, it was, was kind of chilly. <laughs> and after the pool, we. Wanted to get in the hot tub, but the hot tub was full of people. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was full of people. Yeah, like I don't even know how that many tubs. people fit in there. No. And it's a small hot tub. I like, saw that hot tub full of more people too, like on other days. Like, and these are not small people. And they were like, this is not a huge hot tub. And like, like when we got in it, what? There was the, there was the, maybe. Three, there were three other people in there. And, and you couldn't even really sit down. No, I was, I was on the stair like half sitting. And I saw people wedged in there like that that one eight day. I don't remember something. which day it, it was, was, but that one day, like I don't even know how that many people were in there. I'm surprised they didn't displace the water completely yeah. out of it. I mean, it was just because there were so many people in a small pool. Like, where is the water going to be? I don't. I don't even know. It was crazy. Yeah, but so, 
But we wanted to get in the hot tub, so we went over to the main pool deck. Yeah. And on the way, I slipped and fell. Yes, you did. And everybody came running over to me, and they were like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And I'm like, I fell on my butt. I'm fine. Yeah, those flip-flops seem to go. She's got these cheap flip-flops, and they are like slick as snot. So I told her I'm going to throw them away when we get home. I haven't done that yet. She got two pairs of them, but they were like probably $4 for the two pairs. Two fifty. Okay, oh, for the two pair. Okay, five dollars. Yeah, five, okay, they were five bucks. Those that's a lot cheaper. Are you gonna buy me new flip flops then? I yeah, I mean, I definitely don't want to pay for you to go to the emergency room when you fall, and I don't want you to get hurt. So, uh, it was bad, but I mean, she wasn't hurt, but it was just, it was, it. I did not slip at all. Okay, and she fell on her butt. So that's, I'm just saying. So we got we got in the hot tub though, and we we hung out. It was weird. I don't know. This was like controversy too, a little bit. Um, they were playing the ESPN, like sort of eulogy celebration of Kobe Bryant on the big screen. Yeah. On the main deck, like full volume and stuff. And I mean, I you know, I I get it. Like I I you know, it's I I respect that and everything. But it was just it was awkward. I I wasn't like offended by it or. I didn't really have an opinion. I just, it just was weird. But then like on the, on the Facebook page, like there were some people that were like really complaining about it. Like I, I wouldn't have complained about it, but it, it did seem strange. Yeah, like, it was it was about the time for people to be getting back on the ship though. Like yeah. I, I can see them doing that, like in the middle of the day when everybody's off in the port, but when people are getting back on the ship, it should probably be like, music like hey let's go party and celebrate continue your day right like i mean it it was on a channel you could have get gotten your cabin i just feel like that if that's something that you wanted to see then maybe it would have been better in a more intimate setting than blasted on a pool day. i don't know it, it was weird like i said I, I wasn't like offended by it or anything and i mean it's fine you we know, got a mudslide yeah yeah we did we got mudslides and so it was just weird. It's like trying to have fun and then this sad, horrible, depressing thing. I don't know. It was just, you know, it was just weird. Um, yeah. But yeah, the mudslides were good. Yes. We chatted with the people in the hot tub a little bit. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Yep. A little bit. And, uh, and then we were done. And we, what, we went and took a nap or something? No, what we, we didn't nap that day. No, we didn't nap? No, we, okay. we went back, got ourselves cleaned up, showered up. And then we went to Friendly Feud. That's right. So like Family Feud, Friendly Feud, I think I mentioned this earlier. And uh, that was kind of funny because they they had people like volunteer to be, you know, the two families or friendlies, I guess you'd say. <laughs> and they they surveyed supposedly, you know, people. And, and um, it was all cruise related questions. So it was kind of fun. Um, yeah, I mean, their, their computer died three quarters of the way through it. And then they did the rest without a computer and a, they had it cause they had it on a screen, like a projector. So, uh, that was a little awkward, but they made it work and, uh, it was fun. Yeah. I really liked it. It was fun. I'm glad we went to that one. Yeah. And then what do we do? And then we went back and changed our clothes to get ready for dinner we did some photos because there were more photos out right. and I felt like we didn't have enough. <laughs> Which we did get some photos that we liked. We more. did. We definitely did. It was worth it. Yeah. That we was were going to yeah. just get like the one photo. But after we did more photos, we ended up 
giving in, got more. Yeah. We got a lot of photos. So, yeah. well, I mean, not a lot, but we paid a lot for a few photos. Yeah, <laughs> That's well, what we did. But now we'll have our memories forever. That's right. That's right. Because the vlogs aren't enough. But okay. <laughs> It's no, money, it's, not it's, yours. it's fine. It's fine. And plus they're, they're, they're going to be gifts and stuff. So, uh, it's all good. It just, it's just funny to me, but it was, yeah, it was, it was good. And then what? Then we got ready for, um, going to dinner. They were doing, um, a 60 seconds or less game show thing where basically they had a couple people of trying to do some weird things like putting pic- pencils on their hands and trying to catch it and like more and more pencils. And that was like the 15 minutes before dinner. So we were just right. kind of chilling, wasting time until, till we could go into dinner. Yeah. So that was good. And then we ate dinner and yep. dinner was good. Again, you know, watch the vlog for more details and less time. And, um, and then, and, and the really, you want to watch the vlog for Grand Cayman because we're going to have some of our dive footage in there. And then I think the plan is to release like a full dive video after that. I know I was going to do that with my last cruise and it didn't happen for reasons I won't go into. But uh, but yeah, this time it, it's going to happen. So look for those. We got a lot of good footage. And after that, what happened? Well, I don't have anything else on here. So I think we just kind of chilled <laughs> and went back to bed. I think so. Because the next day was Cozumel, and although we didn't leave until 10 o'clock or we didn't port until 10 o'clock, uh, we still wanted to, you know, get plenty of rest and be able to get up and, and get going. Yeah. And that is where we will leave it. I know this has been a long episode. Thank you for everybody who has listened in to this whole thing. Um, if, if this was too long, I apologize, but then... I don't know who I'm apologizing to because you're probably not the one listening still. Uh, next week, we will start with Cozumel and we will cover that day and we'll cover the last sea day and a little bit of uh, disembarkation. It probably won't take up quite as much time and we'll cover another cruise creature and whatever else we get up to. But that is going to wrap it up for this episode. Yeah, so I think it's time to head for the horizon. And until next time, seize the day. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Thanks for hanging in there on this already long episode. And look at you. You're still here. You are our biggest fan, right? You know who I'm talking to you right there. You listening right now. I'm not talking to anybody else. You know who you are. This is me talking to you. Thank you. You're our biggest fan. Wow, Matt. But listen, uh, here's the exciting news for the end of this episode. The after the credits news is we are are maybe done with our cruise, but we are not done with the fun because this is coming out on Sunday and this Tuesday. We're going to have a special visitor. Yes, we are. Which is Mama Sandy. 
Yeah. Mama Sandy is coming to town, and so is my Uncle Ralph's coming with her, and they're going to be here for a week. They're going to stay with us, and we are going to go, well, we have to work, but uh, we're going to have the weekend off, and we have the evenings off, and they are going to do some sightseeing, and then the weekend, we're going to, I'm sure, hit some nature parks. So my uncle is into photography, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. So sort of a vacation after vacation, even though we're not really vacationing. So, Mom, Uncle Ralph, if you are listening to this on your drive down, hey, keep your eyes on the road, be careful, have a safe trip, and we will see you soon.